Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We thank you so much for your grace, for your mercy. They are so beautiful in our lives. We thank you for a church like this. We thank you for a father. We thank you for an anointed man that you've put over us to care for us, oh God. We are so grateful. We cannot ask for anything better than this. All that we want to say is a very big thanks to you. Father, tonight we assemble in your presence at your feet, oh God. We pray that you speak to us. Sweet Holy Spirit, inhabit every aspect of this service. We thank you, we bless you. Your word is truth. We pray that you lead us into your truth. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we be sitting in the presence of God? Wow. I'm, I'm so humbled to stand in front of you to share the word of God with you. Amen. I'm, I'm really humbled. I, I'm really humbled. If you see me here standing, it's all because of the father that I have and the covering I have over me. Amen. It's such a privilege to be under our father and to be a son to him. I'm really honored. And as you can see, we have a great anointing amongst us. On the days that Jesus was there, many people were like, oh, if I was there, I would have honored Jesus. But that wasn't so for many people. And so it may be in our generation or in this church that God has given us a man after his own heart, a vessel he really prepared just for you. Amen. You may be looking somewhere else, but God has designed a vessel for you that you will, be, you will be in this church at this very time. And God brought him exactly that time to come and meet you. Amen. And so if you don't receive that vessel, your peace may not be there. You may, you may search for everything, but that, that's the vessel God has prepared for you. And you can go and try other vessels, but you may not be blessed. Amen. And we are so blessed to have our father, Reverend Brighty Krumah, to be our shepherd. He is a very great shepherd. I'm telling you, amen. And wherever the, wherever the anointing is honored, you see that the anointing becomes very beautiful. Bible says, just as Christ make a perfume to stink, so does a foolish, a small foolishness of a man cancel a great, a, a man of great honor. An anointing. So you may just see, okay, but just by being familiar with the man of God to cancel a great anointing that is amongst us. Amen. But if you want to cancel that, please don't do it in this church. We, we are begging you, just leave him for us so that we enjoy him. Amen. It's, it's, it's a plea. We are begging you that you will not do that just for the sake of some of us. That we enjoy the anointing that God has put amongst us. Amen. Amen. Bible says that we shouldn't forsake the counsel, the instruction of our father, and the law of our mother. Amen. Amen. And I bet you we have a very great mother in this house. Amen. You, 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 you may never know, but a small interaction with her will reveal a great wisdom. Yeah. And, and people who really know God and they are really after the heart of God. Amen. So if you desire the anointing as a woman, I believe that there is a vessel you can catch practically and follow practically and your life will never be the same again. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready to hear the word of God? Are you really ready to hear the word of God? God will bless you tonight. The Spirit of God will rest upon you mightily. 
just because you came. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I want to share something very important with you. Something that will change your Christian work and you change your mind with God. Your ministry will be transformed. And I believe today is uh, shepherds, uh, sort of, most of us here are shepherds. So we desire to hear something. Amen. Amen. To, to boost our uh, morale for Christ and for the work we are doing. Amen. Please listen to something very important. You see, when you are an unbeliever, the only opportunity that you have to be great, to excel in this life, may just be your education. You will go to school, you will go, you will go again, you finish and you become an accountant. You find a good job, well-paid job, and you increase like you have money. This is a means that, as a non-believer, you have to expand, which only a few people are able to use this means to succeed. Another opportunity which may be available to you is that you use your personal effort and strength. You struggle, you hustle, because the education, not many people have the education that place people in the society, a certain level in society that you will be recognized in society. So, with that education... What is left for you is that your personal struggle. So you see people struggling, they are hustling because they've not been to school. They struggle and struggle and struggle just to make an, an ends meet or something that they will depend on for the survivor. And this also, only a few people are able to do that. Amen. Amen. Another means that is very available to a non-believer is crooked ways. They use crooked means. Evil means. They, they do all sorts of crimes, drugs, to, to succeed. You see, it, that's the means that they have. Without school, without personal struggle, then you do all sorts of means, which many people in our society have used to become millionaires, billionaires. You see, when you read the Bible, Bible said of uh, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus told Jesus Christ something. That he, said, he said to Jesus Christ that if I have taken anything from any man falsely, you see, by false accusation, which, Zacchaeus was a very rich person, which means when he was a non-believer, those were the things that he was doing to become successful. So that's an opportunity for a non-believer to succeed. Amen. Amen. Of course, if you are a believer, a Christian, a born-again Christian, you also have the opportunity of education, which you see some of us are still in school. Our senior pastors and shepherds have been in school, very educated. You can say our father is very, very educated. Somebody, somebody called me and told me that he's a nobleman. I said, yes, you are right. You've, you've seen very right. Amen. Our bishop is so much educated, very, very educated. All the bishops are very, very educated, very, very wise. Amen. Amen. Another opportunity that we have as believers that you can also struggle with, we see Christians struggling. They depend on their personal effort. They do all the pa-pa-pa movement that you were talking about. <laughs> to succeed, they exploit all sorts of means. They become carpenters, some are masons, some are... Special, they, they learn special trade, personal efforts. They work so hard to succeed. Amen. Amen. But of course, you see, as Christians, you cannot use crimes to succeed. Do you see? You, you see, the education, without education, you see, as we are sitting here, not many of us have the education that will place us in a certain level in society. The education that will be recognized in society as a great person in society. Not many of us, most of us have what we can use to get by. Speak English, go to the supermarket, get all the sort of things that we want. Amen. But the education that will make you a great person in society, many of us don't have. But the good news is that you are in the Lord. It's a very good news that you are in the Lord. Amen. And when you are in the Lord, a channel 
a door, an avenue is created for you. Amen. It's a very special avenue that an unbeliever may not get access to. It's an avenue which is only available to people who are working closely with God. It's not just available to anyone. Do you see? It's an avenue that you get to work with God. And you get to enjoy the wisdom from the things of God. Or you see God working with you and you get to benefit from that wisdom and it will benefit in your life. Amen. And this is a very great special wisdom that many have forsaken. Amen. It's, it's a wisdom. You see, many of us said we are Christians and we are serving God, but not all of us are truly serving God. Amen. Many of us, you see, many of us, or if we take the whole Bible, as we are reading the whole Bible, majority of the scriptures don't make meaning to an ordinary Christian. Doesn't make meaning to an ordinary Christian. Look, when you take the Bible and you are explaining the Bible to an ordinary Christian, I mean nominal Christian, somebody who comes to church Sunday, go to work and come back the next Sunday, most of the scriptures don't make meaning. Why? Because they do not get to enjoy this type of wisdom which come from working with God. I mean, look at our lives. You are a shepherd. It's because you are a shepherd that costs you in the morning to rise up and pray. And to even have a quiet time because you know that you have a sheep that will come to you and ask you a question. And so, a nominal Christian doesn't care about that. They go to work. They spend all the days at work. They come back home getting tired. And so when you look at a, a nominal Christian, somebody who comes to church Sunday and go, they are not so different from unbelievers. They are not so different from unbelievers. But you and I, by virtue of working with God, the opportunity of sitting at the, at the feet of God, we have a certain knowledge, a certain wisdom available to us through the reading of the Bible. Amen. Amen. It's, it's, it's a very unique wisdom that, you see, the word cannot get. It's a very unique wisdom that you, you get to possess when you begin to work in the house of God. It's not available. God doesn't waste his resources. God, God you see, our God is so, he, like, he has a lot of resources. But when it comes to management, he's so wise with his resources. Amen. But, you see, it's the same Jesus who says that, do not cut your purse before dogs and swines. Precious element you don't give to people who waste it. So somebody who doesn't have, who doesn't have a certain ability to work with God will not enjoy his properties. I mean, look at your workplace. Do we come to enjoy the benefit at your workplace? Your work is trashy. Do we come to benefit from it? No, because I don't work there. Amen. In the same way, God always makes his wisdom available to those who are working closely with him. That's a wisdom school cannot give you. It's a wisdom that going to Harvard will not make available to you. It's a very special wisdom. And it's available to only a few people who work with God. And who are working with God. Amen. So as you get to sit with, at the feet of God get to work with God, get to do something in the church of God, God will give you a certain level of wisdom. A wisdom that will surpass the understanding of men. A wisdom that when you speak, your colleagues cannot understand. You see, you may have been to university, but the university will not make that knowledge available to you. It will never be available to you. You will search for it. A certain wisdom that when you talk, people will listen to you. You you will search for it, you will not get it. Amen. And many, unfortunately, are running after those kind of wisdom. And they, they do not get it. Amen. But tonight, I want to share something very, very important with you. That, that was just by the way. Amen. But do you understand what I was saying? That when, when you get to work with God, when you get to work with God, a certain wisdom is made available to you. So I will encourage all of you to do something in the house of God. It's a wisdom, supernatural wisdom. Education cannot get you that. I will not deceive you. I will not deceive you. 
Let's look very well. That wisdom is not available to ordinary men. You see, when, when somebody tells you that somebody who comes to church only on Sunday will not get to heaven, you'll be surprised. But actually, uh, if you read this book, Heaven is Real, by Cho Thomas, she said she had a communication, uh, uh, she saw Jesus and they were chatting. And she said, oh, anybody who does not, vent, uh, who does not come to his house on a midweek will, will not make it to heaven. Will not make it to heaven. It's very, very scary. So you, are, you see yourself coming today, you are seeing yourself coming tomorrow. You may never know you are making it to heaven. Just by, by, by making it to heaven, you, by coming to Tuesday service or any midweek service, you are making it to heaven. It's, it's, it's a, look, it's, it's a proof of a certain love for God. Amen. I mean, look, when we look at physically the women and the ladies we love, we go to their houses. We visited them. Don't you? Yes. Ah, uh, Brother Samuel, don't you come to my house? Yes, you always come to my house. <laughs> huh? <laughs> there, there. Yes, you come to my house. What are you doing? Mercy on you. Amen. No, not that way. Please, please. Please. We are, we are in church. To the purities are pure. Amen. All things should be pure to you. Amen. Don't let your mind go far. Amen. But what I'm trying to say is that the people that you really love, when we, we say this and this, these two people are friends, they usually go to their house houses. So I, I, I kind of find it difficult to believe how you say you love God and you will not venture to give an extra day to God. And so it's, it's true. If you know, look, when you read that book, it's very scary. Tight, people who don't pay tight also have their compartment. You don't pay tight, you're also there. Do you see? Many of us want to go to heaven, but we don't want to hear these things. But these are the things that will prepare us to heaven. Amen. But what I, I was saying is that as we get to work with God, a certain wisdom is made available to us. Amen. Amen. And when you see Jesus being a great person, it's because of a mind that Jesus had. His Bible says, let this mind be in you. Is because of a mind. Like Jesus became a great person because of the mind that he had. Amen. What was that mind of Jesus? What was that wisdom of Jesus? That's the wisdom I want to share with you. And I'm going to share this because of our ministries. Our ministries have become stunted. Our ministries are not growing. And even if many people are coming, people in the ministries are not growing. Amen. Do you desire to hear that as a shepherd? Do you see? Do, do you really want to hear that? You really want to hear it? It's, 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 it's a certain wisdom that Jesus possesses. A certain wisdom that Jesus possesses. A certain wisdom that Jesus had. What is that wisdom? It's the wisdom of avoiding simplicity. Amen. Jesus avoided simple things. Amen. Let's read a scripture in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 22. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lies at a point of death. I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him. And much, much people followed him and drunk him. Amen. You see here that the ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, came to beg Jesus to come and heal the daughter. 
Amen. You see, and Bible says that Jesus quickly followed him. Look, the revelation that you get here is that on earth, Jesus will say yes. When you are on earth, the answer to Jesus to you will be yes. When you go to heaven, it will be yes. But in hell, every answer will be no. Jesus, the fire is too hot. Can you, can you lower the temperature? No. I am thirsty. Can you give me water to drink? No. Can you go and tell my brothers not to come here? No. Amen. So as we get Jesus to say yes to us, let us enjoy it. Amen. Verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood sorry, 12 years and has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said in herself, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Bible says, for she said in herself, whatever you say to yourself, that's what it will happen to you. Amen. So as you say that my area fellowship is going to increase, it will happen to you practically. As you say my ministry members shall grow in the knowledge of God, it will happen practically. Amen. And straight away, the fountain of the blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself the virtue that had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, Who touched my crow? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and thou seest who touched me. And he looked around about him to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. And the whole of the and behold of thy plague. When he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house. A certain we said that thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard this, the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no one to follow him, save Peter and James, and John, the brother of James. And he, he came unto the house of the ruler of the synagogue and said unto the Talmud, and them that wept and wailed greatly. Amen. Of course, you know the end of the story. The lady the daughter, the girl resurrected. Amen. 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 So here is another great story of Jesus. Another wonderful means of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And as you get to, you want your, we want our ministries to expand. We want our area fellowship to do well. The mind that we need to have is the mind to avoid what? Simplicity. What is simplicity? You may ask. Simplicity just means the absence of complexity. Amen. Simplicity means the absence of complexity. And therefore, you may go further and ask me that, what is the meaning of complexity? Complexity means the state of being complex. Do you understand it? And then you will go further and you tell me, what, is, what does it mean to be complex? To be complex means to consist of several interconnected paths. Amen. To be connected. You are connected with several interconnected paths. Amen. And so today, the title of my message is The Curse of Simplicity. The Curse of Simplicity. Many people are cursed with this very curse. 
Many people just want the simple things. They don't want to do the complex things. Many people just want something without complexity. They just want something which just have it to be simple. You see, just like the Bible avoid fornic- spoke against fornication, Bible spoke against simplicity. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 22. How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? How long? Tell to your neighbor and say, how long? Will you like simplicity? Yes. Bible say, how long? Does it seem like something that is being spoken against? Yes. How long? You simple ones will love simplicity. How long? How long will you love to be simple? How long will you love to do simple things without complexity? How long will you love just to do one thing at a time? How long? How long? Verse 32 of this same scripture. Bible says, For the turning away of the simple one shall slay them. For the turning away of the simple one shall slay them. And look, all of, most of us sitting here are predisposed to this very thing of being simple because of our ancestry and where we have come from. We love to do simple things. Simple things at the same time. You don't want, we don't want that, we don't have that attitude of getting involved in doing many things at the same time. Amen. You see, I said complex, complex means what? Interconnected with different parts. Different parts are working and they are interconnected. Amen. And so if you want to have this wisdom of God, you must just avoid that you do one thing at a time. Amen. The ability, or look, like when you look at the story of Jesus, this is Jesus going to heal someone. On his way, he was going to heal as he was just called, come and heal my daughter. My daughter is lying at the point of death. And he was on his way. And Jesus met a woman with the issue of blood. For some of us, we will just walk and say, I'm going to heal somebody's daughter. Don't worry me. My anointing will go down. Amen. So you will just walk and say, no, look, why? if you are on your way to work, you are going to work. If you are on your way back from work, you are on your way back from work. You don't want to do anything. Oh, me, if I do something, I will get confused. But you try a lot of difficulties in life. Things which your mom will even warn you against, especially with the young ones. We try many difficulties. Things that are complex for us to understand. Look, don't you chew fish and food at the same time? Ask yourself. Don't you, don't you put... <laughs> Don't you put, don't you put, you see, but here's the case. When it comes to the things of God, I cannot do it at the same time. But Jesus, look, it's the wisdom that Jesus had. It's, it's a certain wisdom that Jesus possessed. And you see, Jesus, oh, he said, Jesus is a great person. Jesus was on his way to heal someone. And when he saw, he saw a woman with the issue of blood, he quickly healed the person. Amen. So what I, I want to say to her is that you are a shepherd. You are on your way to work. But on your way to work, on your way to maternity, on your way to, uh, on your way, on your way to to uh, go and get some uh, to the restaurant, you can incorporate that with another visitation. If you really want to be great, you really want to be successful, you really want to expand in a certain way like Jesus. This is the mind that Jesus had, that he will not he just be involved in the simple thing. Read the Bible, and you will see that Jesus will come. Jesus was going to uh, Galilee. He passed through Samaria. Then he spoke to a lady at the way. He he anacolled someone and won a soul for Christ. Uh, God, amen. amen. That's that's a way that we need to avoid. A way of being simple. That if I'm from my house, then I'm coming to church. You can incorporate a lot of things into it. It will make you a great person. It make you a very great person. You will become a very great person. People will not understand. And look, that is what will make wisdom available to you. Just a wisdom. Just not for work, but a wisdom to be able to shepherd a lot of people. Amen. So for our area fellowship to work, we must become people who are involved in a lot of things. You are pregnant, but you can still go. You don't have money, but you are still going. You see, you are sad, but you are, you are still able to come to church and smile in the church. If you are, you are not able to combine these two, you are a simple person. And Bible is saying that how long will you continue to be simple? 
You see, when you continue to verse, uh, verse seven, uh, chapter 7 of this, Bible talk of Solomon being in his house, looking through the casements of his window, and saw a simple one. I think the, Proverbs chapter 7, verse 7. What, that's what I'm saying is for the young ones. With the young ones, we are so simple. We, look, the young ones with the energy are the people who are not doing much. I'm a young person, so I can also talk to you about it. Amen. Amen. People full of energy are rather avoiding the work. And be heard among the simple ones. I descend among the youth. Does it look like the, the, the simple one was among the youth? He said, I beheld among the simple ones, and I descend. So it's like in the midst of this, these are, sorry, forgive me for that, but these are the simple ones. And be among them, he beheld the youth. I descend among the youth, the youth, a young man void of understanding. Do you understand? And then it's continued that this young man, this young man was a young man who saw a lady with a, a, a harlot, a lady who dressed like what? A, a, a prostitute. And the man usually just followed the boy, the young boy just followed her. <laughs> Amen. Why, why did the guy follow her? Because the lady told her, the lady told uh, him that he went to pay his vow. So look, this also brings another revelation to mind that some of us, because of our simplicity, we just see people with anointing, but you don't see people with evil spirits. You are, in, you are in the church, but you, you think you are complex. But you are so simple. You just see, because the person comes to church, pay tight, pay offering. Then you say that you see Holy Spirit, but you don't see the disloyalty in the person. You are a simple person. For you to, to be a complex person, you must be able to detect this and detect that at the same time. Look at Jesus. Another wisdom of Jesus. When he saw Peter, Peter was just the one who said, you are the son of God. Another minister of Satan. You must be a, complex, a very complex person to detect that. Amen. For, 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 for. Amen. So you are, simplicity is just a case. This is the guy. Look, the end of the guy is death. He died in his simplicity. So if Bible is warning, Bible is saying, how long, how long will you continue in your simple ways? And we need to come out of it. We need to possess the wisdom of Jesus. We need to look. I cannot look. If we say you, you say you don't like the message of Jesus, I will just put somebody in front of you. Look at our bishop. Just look at him. Look, look at him. I mean, you you see, he will come up with music. He's uh, uh, doing a crusade, ISI. But I realize there's new music. I said, how? He's he's a man involved in a lot of things. And you see, look, uh, you see that his fruits are multiplying. Why is that you don't have any fruit? Because you are doing only one thing at a time. You see, how many of us were at the uh, Mission America camp? Bishop said something about fruit bearing. He said, look, when you, when you really want to serve God and bear fruit, you have to do a lot of things. And most of the time, you don't know what brought up about the fruit. So you, you, our fruitlessness is because we are being simple. When you come to church, you only want to sing. You don't want to add prayer to your life. You see, you are a chorister, so that's the chorister. You don't even, no quiet time. You just sing all the day. You are a simple person. You are a simple person. You are a very simple person. You are a prayer warrior. that you know is prayer. No word of God. You are simple. You are simple. Simple person, you are an evangelism team member. All that you know is so winning. You don't have any, any look. We have time to also rehearse your voice and pray. They must go. You are a simple person. How long? How long will you continue to be simple? Church, how long are you going to be simple? Let our our ministries grow. Let's come back. Look in the in the in, in the choir. We can have people in choir who do follow up. On choir members. In the, in the prayer ministry, we can have people who follow up on prayer min, um, ministry members. That's how it works. So if you say your main duty, you see, we know that your main duty is prayer. But aside that, let's also have the PVCI in your, in your ministry. That will show that you are a complex person. Without it, the work of God will stand like fruitless thing because you want to just, 
Look, one person cannot bring forth fruit. Look at it. You just look one of you just do one thing at a time. Do you think fruit will come? Fruit will never come that way. We need to possess the wisdom of Jesus Christ. It's a very great wisdom. It's a very great wisdom. And when you possess it, it will make you a different person. Just by look, Satan will not even understand your ways. You you will you will look so confused. Because today, if he want to possess you here, you are dead. Quickly. He saw that he, he, thought, he thought you would be on evangelism, but by the time you are going on evangelism, you want to do follow-up. He cannot understand your ways. I, look, I'm, I'm somebody who cannot predict that when I'm crazy from work, I'll, I'll go through the sixth train. By the time I change my route. <laughs> yeah, because I have a lot of visitation on my mind. Oh, if I call you, I'm coming. You, if you predict that, oh, you see me see train in and out, you will I will use another right cry and I will get home. Amen. Amen. So we need to, to absorb, absorb this, you see, absorb this knowledge of Christ. Try not to be simple people. Try not to be simple people who are, will be involved in doing a lot of things for Christ. Amen. And if, if you are here, you, you are only interested in doing one thing, I challenge you to multiply your, what you are doing. It's, it's in prayer, prayer, when it's time for prayer, prayer is just for people who pray. Uh, it's just for prayer warriors. But you are also a Christian. Look, assume you, you, are, you are just called a Christian to just become this thing. Second, second uh, Peter. Second Peter chapter five, chapter one, verse five. Our father shared this scripture on Sunday, and I want to share with you. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to Knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Verse 8 says, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor of unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So, what will make you fruitful is not just a matter of love. Do, do you get it? The scripture says, beside this, you are working hard. But out to your hard working, faith. Amen. And to faith, you add virtue. You may have faith, but you don't have any virtue. You cannot be fruitful. Do you see? You cannot be fruitful. Look, how, how, come, how come that a certain continent we eat dust? How come? How come that in a certain continent we eat dust? The place is full of dust. <laughs> you, you may not understand, but the mere fact that you inhale dust is a sign that you are, you are eating dust. If you remember your, your biology very well, the nasal cavity and the oral cavity are connected posteriorly at the nasopharynx. Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what that simply means that what you take through your nose, you see, you, you take it through, what, what you take through your nose, as it, it passes through uh, three, cham- uh, three parts, we call it inferior, superior, and middle quinine. They can, la- <laughs> they, can, they can land at the base of the tongue. You see, and be propelled into your system. And that's a curse right there. Because when God cursed uh, the uh, serpent, he said that you shall eat dust. So how come many, some, some continents are eating dust? It's because we are simple. It's because we are simple. Just to do, you, you cannot go and see construction, which is done, another extension which you can cross. Our ways are just do today, Let's live today. Eat the money today. We buy parts today. And tomorrow we... That's, that's our ways. 
Look, do you know how many of you heard about the, the man named Lord uh, Lugard? Lord Lugard. He said something about blacks. He said a black man lacked the ability to plan to, to plan ahead. Just one year. To plan ahead. Just one year. You cannot plan because we are simple. We do just do not, we cannot think ahead just one year. Look, were you, were you not here before I came here? I heard that America uh, system was shut down just because they cannot prepare, a, uh, they cannot get, they cannot agree on the budget which was 15 years to come. Not tomorrow budget, 15 years. Not the budget that the, the, one, the, the whole system, no, nothing was working. 15 years time budget, they, because they did not agree, they shut it down. Which the black man, you, as you can see, we are here, no, but there's no white here. The, which the black man, which the black man lacked the ability to do. Do you see? The, we, we lack it. And it's, it's what has made us become serpents. We are like serpents who are eating. It's a curse right there. If you if look, demons are attracted to dust. You see, when you wake up and you are dusting your room, and you are actually doing away with demons. You see? So you may live, you think you are living, you are healing dust. It's, a curse. it's possible to live in a country that you will not polish your shoe for one, one year. Yes, it's possible. It's actually possible. And you are, in such, you are working in some part of that land. Amen. Yeah, you can see you don't buy polish anymore. <laughs> but where we are coming from, we are predisposed to have that simplicity of heart. That we cannot combine a lot of things. You are a student. You cannot wake up and pray. Look, if you are a student, we were here when our father was giving us instruction. I, when I look at faces. You see, this person, look, this is too, too weary. How can I take uh, uh, my phone to the buy a speaker, take it to the bathroom and be playing. It's because you are a simple person. Oh, me, if I'm learning, I just learn. You, look, you are, the time, the time, the way that we are in, that you cannot get that luxury. It's, it's not luxurious. So if, you, if you, are, you are here, you may see, you may think that, oh, all of us are here, but somebody has listened to two messages before coming here. You may think, you, so everybody came home to church. You may, if you go to work, you will not come to church. But you see, people went to work. They came, they are here, and they are sitting here. You, by the virtue of just work, you don't come to church. You are a simple person. You want to do rest at one time. How long will you use your night to be just sleeping? You were here. Reverend now stood here. said, play your, uh, your messages in the night. How many of us are doing it? You are a simple person. You just want to sleep. Are you Onaka? <laughs> You just, you just, <laughs> that is, is Onaga is the name of a snake, right? Yeah. You just, well, as, as you have eaten, you just sleep just like that. How long, how long will you be simple? If you want to be a shepherd of substance and uh, in the future, a pastor of substance, you need to add a lot of things together. Many of us, you just wake up home and come here on Sunday, but our father, he works. He works 24 hours and he come and stand here and preach. He's a very complex man. You will see. And those are the people that God will use. God will give resources because God doesn't want to waste his resources. If I give my resources to you and all that you are doing, the investment is only one thing. Then, let's even look at society. Who are those who are prospering? Look, look, look at the people who are prospering. Are, are they doing one thing? If you want to do one thing, you don't prosper in life. You don't prosper in life. And look, what I'm saying is very, very important. Just embrace this truth. You, if you just want to do one thing, you don't prosper. You just be, you just want to go to school here and don't work. You will see the debt that you collect. You, you will see. Look, just look at the people. The people that we know who are doing it, whether an unbeliever or not, look at them. You may see, right now they said Otega is the richest man now. But look at that man. They say he's the owner of Zara. How many works is he doing? 
A lot of things. So your, your, your poverty is coming by doing one thing at a time. If you see the, the helicopter, uh, helicopter you see flying, it's made of complex parts. You are always want to push track. You are a simple man. You are a simple person. You are a simple person. You are a simple person. God wants to make you a complex person, but you are avoiding it. A great and effectual door is being opened to us by being shepherds. Just that you incorporate another aspect to your life to become a complex person, but many of us are avoiding it. The ability to that somebody is drawing you close, come and let's serve God together. You don't want to. Come and become a shepherd. It's because you want to be a simple person. Just work, come to church, and you just go back. And a certain wisdom of God, you will not enjoy it. A certain wisdom which will make you great, you will not enjoy it. You will be in church. Everybody was talking about how God has made me great, but you are not enjoying it. Why? You want to do one thing at a time. You just want to go to school. Bible was... Bible says, godliness with contentment is great gain. If that why you just want to be content in life, you must add godliness to it. And I challenge all you, or uh, ask all the young people in the church, you have the energy. You have the energy. You know the things that you do. You know that you go to jams and you resurrect and come to church the, the next morning. You know how, 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 how well you combine a visit to beloved long distance and you come to church. Some of you, if you don't have beloved, you don't come to church again. The day you become sad, you don't come to church again. And some of us are also here. The day we will get pregnant or get married, we know that's the end of our Christianity. It was a simple person. You cannot have children and be a Christian. You are a simple person. That, does that mean God has cursed you by giving you a child? No. It's a curse. You just, look, just go back and look. Look into our country very well. Where you came from. Look at it. You know the reason why you like this place. You know. You know. It's, it's a simplicity of uh, the way we think. And God wants to change that attitude about you. That's why God has given us a great privilege to work with him. Bible says, and God working with them. God working with them. Many of us don't understand the scripture that when, when you win the soul, you are, you are a wise person. When you read uh, Mark I think, is it Mark? Mark 16, verse 20. Bible said the disciples went preaching and God was working with them. Acts chapter 3, verse, verse uh, Acts chapter 4. And they went forth and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them. You are working with God. It's practically, you are working with God. And as you work with God, that knowledge, what's the knowledge of God? It's the knowledge that made the abatros. That makes the, 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 the bread that you observe. That makes the coconut tree that you see. That makes the, the palm nut tree. That, by just observing a palm nut tree, you become a very wise person. Just by, just by watching an ant. Solomon watched an ant and he learned a lot of things. That's the kind of wisdom that will be available to you. A wisdom that school cannot teach you. It's a wisdom. That, look, it's a privilege. God will make you look after someone. And become a shepherd. God will supply you with the love, the heart, and the knowledge that you, you He Himself will use to shepherd the person. It's a privilege, and it will not be. It's, it's, it, look, it's, it's not available to anyone. It's a great privilege. So if you are seated here, I, I, I look. I don't know when you are planning to backslide, or when you want to leave God. But if you continue in this church, you continue to be a shepherd. A certain wisdom will come upon your life which your colleagues who have completed university, who have gone to Cambridge, wherever, Stanford, Harvard, wherever, MT, uh, MIT or MTI. <laughs> no, none of them, none of them can compare. A certain wisdom, Bible says it's an, a wisdom which the word, through that wisdom, do not know God. Through that wisdom, they don't know God. But you, through, through the wisdom of God, you know God. Amen. It's just a wisdom which will make you different. When you start to speak, you look different. Education cannot afford you. You see, most of us, the school that we even claim we went to, we, are, we don't have good grades to show for it. <laughs> we do not. Oh, look, it's just, it's just for formality's sake that we don't ask you to present your certificate. Yes. You see, we just, we just managed to, to get the certificate but actually, 
we did not have anything substantial to show for our education. And God is giving you an external look, an extended arm to make you a great person. That knowledge, if you add to your life, is what makes value to your life. Look at our bishop. He calling, his colleagues are there. What has made him a man of value? What has made him so important is the association that he's working with God. He's working with God. Bible says when the uh, people, they look at the disciples and see that they are unlearned men, they said that indeed these people have been with Christ. So in fact, if I want to show you my greatness, I can show you who has taught me. Amen. They saw and said that Jesus Christ might have taught these people something. So Paul said, I sat at the feet of Gamaliel. By virtue of mentioning the person who taught you, the person who knows that you are great. I mean, if I come to you and I said, I'm taught uh, uh, physics by Newton, Isaac Newton, you humble yourself before me. You humble. But you, you come and say you are taught physics by Adopletiani. Who is that? <laughs> who? who? Nobody, will, nobody will respect you. Yeah. But I sat at the feet of Gamaliel. If Gamaliel could make people to understand things the way he did, God can make you a better person. So embrace this call. Don't joke with your call. Don't joke with the privilege of becoming a shepherd in this church. It's, it's a privilege. And if you don't have anything to do, force to have some. Look, force. When you close, come and see our father. I tell you, I want to do something in the house of God. You will see how your life will change. You see how, how things will work, will change around your life. And the wisdom, kind of wisdom you possess. At times you read scripture, understand it, it will come like just water which is flowing from somewhere. You will say, ah, why did I understand this scripture? But God is supplying with a wisdom. So you can, you can look after the sheep. Amen. It's a wisdom, a wisdom that school will not give to you. School cannot give that wisdom. I'm telling you, just continue. You you will you wisdom. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. In this, you will be surprised how come you become a great person. Because school doesn't work for you. But God will work for you. No matter how small. You see, when you do titration, it, they will tell you that a small drop can change the whole solution. It can change the whole solution. Just, if just by something small added to your life, you will see you become a great person. You just have a, a part of God in your life and you will see. You see how great you become. What You see, people, your colleagues will never stand and, and applaud you anywhere. Because they know you in class. They knew you very well. That you were not that smart. But when, when they hear when they hear that you are a, a, you are a pastor, you will see how they will accept you. I mean, I've been to school with people who they, they, they knew my level in class. When I was in class, nobody even respected me. They would talk to me the way they talk to me. It's, it's not that I was dumb in class. I was very smart in class. Very, very, very smart. You see, I, I have been on science and math quiz, uh, national uh, uh, quiz, uh, what do you call it, law, uh, NCC, uh, constitution game. I present my school in a lot of competitions, but no, no, nobody respect me. Nobody. But immediately, one day they saw my picture on uh, Facebook with Cross. Hey, since then, I said, hey, today, somebody's birthday, you know, the person called me from Ghana, I said, oh, if you can pray with me. I said, what? It's a privilege. My, 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 stu- my, my colleague in class, and that guy, he, I think he, he, he knew very, he, like, he was also smart in class. He called me, he said, can you pray with me? I said, what? What a privilege. And that's what will come to you if you take God serious. As you are serving God, just by just by our ambition potential in this church, you will see a certain great wisdom. God will deliver you from that curse which will make you a simple person. Decide to be complex. Decide to do much for God. Decide that, okay, I will, within the evangelism, I'm going to do something else. I will just not be an, uh, somebody who is always preaching to people, but also be someone who studied the word of God, pray a lot. I mean, you, are, you, you can all see. You see somebody, you see Jesus going to uh, heal somebody. When you met him at this, you think Jesus Christ just came to heal this person. But within his pocket is a healing for the man with the issue of blood. You wake up in the morning, you see everyone, everyone walking, 
They say, oh, you, you think it's just prayer line. People have prayed. People have prayed. You, you are the only thing, shepherd, the only thing that you depend on is Sunday, what we say in church before start, church starts. You are joking. You are joking. The Bible says, cursed be the man who does the work of God slothfully. So if you are involved, be involved. Be involved. As a shepherd, you know to be sleeping by then. As for 11 o'clock and your 2 o'clock, you must be praying. Even if you are a student, you can turn on, you put on your laptop, pray the uh, message that you want to play, and still be praying. It's possible. You, it means you are a complex person. Bishop taught us how he did it. How he did it. If you want, if you want to do prayer, then listen to message. You cannot do it. It's not practical in America. No, at all. It's not practical. If you want, you must be able to combine a lot of things. God will make you great. Amen. A certain wisdom is, is coming your way. Amen. All that I, I want to tell you is that embrace the call. Embrace the privilege. The, this which is given unto you. Something great is coming your way. And I, I pray that none of us will regret it later. That the best thing which can make us great in this world is the opportunity to become a shepherd. It's a very great opportunity. No many have it. No many people were standing for you. They were putting their hands together for you. A certain wisdom will be available for you. School cannot teach you how to cook as a woman. I'm telling you, they don't teach it at school. Or even home economics, if you do, you calculate everything that you put in the soup. You, they will not teach you well. But as you come to church, people will sit you down practically. If you want to marry a pastor, then learn. It's a wisdom which is not available in the You will not know God through that. Amen. You wouldn't know God. A man, if you want to follow college degree, you just beat your wife at home. Just beat her. You, you, you see her as a minor every time because you are so educated. But when you come to Christ, God will put a wisdom in you that you will behave a gent- like a gentleman. It's a benefit. But many of us, we don't see those kind of benefits. So that you become very wise. When you speak, your professors will look at you in another way. I mean, I have never seen my essays that my professor doesn't say unique understanding. Whenever I wrote essay for my professor, I said unique understanding. I wrote, I, I thought I shared scriptures with her. That's my story. Lazarus and the rich man, I shared with her. I didn't know that she was a Catholic. Later she told me that she's a Catholic. Yeah, if she told I should write a story, I, told, I shared Lazarus and the rich man with her. She was blessed. I preached to her through my essay. It's a certain wisdom. You can do it. Because me, I don't know uh, what story. I don't read the novels and I don't know. <laughs> the only story I know are the stories in the Bible. So if you ask me for any story, why not? I give it to you. Amen. Amen. But God is making you a great person. God is making you a great person. A great wisdom is coming your way. Just embrace this call. Just abide with this call. Just take the call upon yourself that you want to do the work for God. That you want to work with God. You may not be working with God to make coconut trees, but just producing human beings, producing souls, winning souls for Christ. A certain wisdom will come and you'll be called a wise person and they say, because you are winning souls for Christ, you are a wise person. You confirm that scripture in the Bible. If you believe that you want to do, I want us to stand and pray shortly for Five minutes. That God make me a complex person. May I not be involved in one thing at a time. May that curse be away from me. Somebody begin to pray. Lift up your voice. I want to hear the church pray.
much for this opportunity to hear the word of God. We thank you for your truth which is revealed. We thank you for the truth of serving you. We pray that you deliver us from the curse of being simple people. Oh Lord, help us, oh God, to be involved in many things which will bring forth our fruits, oh God. May our ministries grow, oh God. May our efforts multiply, oh God. We pray that even as we serve you in your house, oh God, may that wisdom, oh God, be made available to us. I come against anything that prevents us from accessing this wisdom. Oh God, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. You are here. But you know deep within your heart, you are not a Christian. You are, you, you are not a Christian. You are not born again. But tonight you want to say that you want to receive Jesus Christ in your heart. It's true that you are in church. It's true that you have come into church. But Bible says Jesus Christ looked at a man and said, you are not far from the kingdom. That means the man is not actually in the kingdom. Tonight you are in church, but you may not be in the kingdom. You want to say, Jesus, I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. You are here. You don't know Jesus Christ. When you, if you should die today, you know that you will not end up in the kingdom of God. I want to pray with you. God has given you an external opportunity to expand your life to make you great in life. You are here. You want to say, Jesus, come into my life. Please lift up your hands and let, let me pray with you. Shall everyone 
repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gift of salvation. Jesus, I please come into my heart. Come and be the Lord of my life. This evening, I surrender all unto you. Jesus, please come and be the Lord of my life. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Shall we come our Father? We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.